Greetings and welcome. It's the end of another week and we are closing it out by praying scripture together. Today is Saturday, the 20th of March, and I'm excited for today because I will be down in Bushnell Park serving alongside a few from St. Andrews and our brothers and sisters who are homeless. I haven't done this ministry in several years, but I'm excited to be a part of it once again. I just ask that you all keep us in your prayers this afternoon. When I was in college, I studied chemistry, and I remember having an aha moment about life, not necessarily chemistry. We were all taking massive notes, becoming more confused about the material with each passing minute when someone from behind asked the professor, why is it that everything you are teaching us today goes against everything we've learned in previous classes? By this time, I had taken all the introductory courses in general chemistry, organic and inorganic chemistry, and I was sitting in advanced classes of physical chemistry, and I was thinking the same thing as that other student. Why does the things we've learned in intro courses no longer apply to more advanced courses. Anyway, I will never forget what the professor's response was. He said, without really even looking away from the board, in previous years you were learning facts. Now you are learning to think critically and you are realizing that facts are not enough in life. Wow! A life lesson in the middle of physical chemistry class. Simple facts are not enough in life. A deeper understanding of the way things are supposed to be is needed. We are not to simply see the world as it is, but rather the world as it should be. There is a deeper flow to God's purpose for creation that we are invited to tap into and gain a richer and broader understanding of it all. St. Columban, probably one of the greatest Irish missionaries we remember in the church today, wrote to the monks he had charge over, Seek the highest wisdom, not by arguments and words, but by the perfection of your life. His aim was to emphasize that life, its deeper meaning and purpose, comes from a wisdom that only is obtained through experiences. We cannot rationally think life through, nor can we define it by words alone. Wisdom is gained by living as we should and living in relationship with God who created all things. I'm also reminded of what Gandhi said. Be the change you want to see in the world. Again, in a sense, live as you should to create the world as it should be. Wisdom is lived, shared, and experienced over a lifetime. Now, I've met many who were and are wise beyond their years, but generally speaking, wisdom comes with age. As Paul wrote to the early church in Corinth, When I was a child, I spoke like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. Wisdom is a process of making sense of the world around us, and a part of that process is letting go of the things we no longer see useful 
to making sense of the world. But letting go is a scary concept, and it's quite challenging to do. The beliefs we had growing up helped us to understand the world at that time. So letting go of them, in a way, is letting go of what used to make sense, what made us feel comfortable, what made us feel safe. That isn't easy to do. Wisdom isn't easy, but it's always life-changing. James, in his letter, spoke of a testing of our faith that leads to a steadfastness in determination and wisdom, allowing our trials to transform us for the good brings a level of completeness to us. The letter of James encourages us to seek wisdom by living in and through our struggles and trials. A reading from James chapter 1 verses 2 through 6. Count it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. The wisdom of God that we experience in our relationship with God produces a steadfastness within us that helps us to persevere. Words and phrases that resonated with me in reading this passage today were, Count it all joy. Faith produces steadfastness. You may be perfect and complete and lacking nothing. Let us take these words and phrases and pray. Heavenly Father, there are times when we feel that the trials or tests we face are a lot. We can easily get discouraged or give up, but we pray that we may increasingly learn to regard them as a source of joy and wisdom. It seems odd to pray that, but we pray that our trials and tests help us to find joy and to rejoice in your word, your ways, your truth each time we are tested. May we remember that our struggles will always produce in us the ability to endure and remain steadfast as we grow into your likeness. Grant that your spirit be our resolve if we ever waver and fall. Through your spirit and the outpouring of grace, may we be made perfect and complete in Christ. Help us in lacking nothing and let go of the belief that we need what we don't have. Teach our spirit to be content in you and with you. And may that lead to a lifelong wisdom in Christ. Amen. Teach our spirit. That is one thing I pray often is that I have a teachable spirit. Because if that is true then I will always be able to learn and grow throughout my life. I hope you desire that too. 
having a teachable spirit and allowing God to shape you. Let's continue to make those arrow prayers and pray throughout our day. My arrow prayer today is teach my spirit to be content in and with you. God bless you. Thank you for joining me on the show. See you on Monday as we continue our journey through Lent, praying scripture together and discover the one who is faithful and steadfast in his love for us.